0: Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Truth with Suzy Ann. And this is your host, Suzy Ann. Thank you again for tuning in. Our topic for today is the pure stone. Now Exodus 20 verses 25 says, And if thou wilt make me an altar of stone, Thou shalt not build it of hewn stone, for if thou lift up thy tool upon it, thou hast polluted it. Joshua 8 verses 31 says, As Moses, the servant of the Adon, commanded the children of Yashorel, as it is written in the book of the law of Moses, An altar of whole stones, over which no man hath lifted up any iron, and they offered thereon burnt offerings unto the Adon, and sacrificed peace offerings. And in Daniel 2, verse 34, it says, Thou sawest till that a stone was cut out without hands, which smote the image upon his feet that were of iron and clay, and brake them to pieces. Now, what is this all about? For those of us who believe in Yahuwah as our one and only Elohim and creator, and for who believes also in his son, Yahusha, Hamashiach, for who believes that he loves us with an everlasting love, this will relate to you. Psalms 139 verses 16 declares, Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. The explanation is that Yahuwah had an idea before he made us. He did not just wing it. He knew exactly how we were going to turn out. His creation was inspired. In Genesis 1 verses 27, it explains how Yahuwah created man in his own image, both male and female. So our outline is mapped from the most perfect muse in the universe. And beyond the almighty himself unfortunately even though we know he is perfect and there is no fault in him we often find faults in ourselves especially in these end times back in the first days after creation before sin entered the world man was pure Man had simple meditations and simple requests and little to no expectations. In Genesis 2 verses 19 to 20, it reads, And out of the ground the Adon Elohim formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all cattle, and to the fowl of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helpmeet for him. Now, this shows how pure Adam was, and how agreeable the world was. It was simple. All Adam wanted was food and someone similar to him for company. He was okay with himself as he was. I mean, he never even existed until then. So, Elohim created a woman. Now, in the world today, we are plagued with too much expectations and ongoing dissatisfaction. We have problems with our looks, other people's looks, our names, our families, our lifestyle, our possessions our faith, other people's faith, other people's lives, and just our overall existence. We question every little thing about our lives and not because we're curious but because we're walking anxiety on steroids. Back in the beginning, we were fated to be immortal beings that walked naked and ate fruits and vegetables, taking care of ourselves, a garden, and animals. With no need to kill for food. And talk to our Elohim and the angels in person every day. The first person to show dissatisfaction with this was Eve. And it was not just mere curiosity why Eve ate the fruit. For she could have just asked Elohim about it. But the fact that she's, you know... She has seen Elohim's glory and instead of being satisfied with how good things currently were, she decided that she wanted more. She also shared this idea of wanting more to Adam and he thought it was a good idea and tried it too. This is the same greedy, dissatisfied nature that has been passed down through our generations and is destroying us today. Yahuwah requested whole stones to be used in the altar that was offering sacrifices. If any of those stones were fashioned by any tool through man's hands, not just the stone but the whole altar would be polluted and the sacrifice would not be accepted. In Daniel, it mentions a stone cut from a mountain without man's hands that destroys an image that represents an empire or empires. These references do not only represent Yahushua but it refers to us as well because He is our example. In Isaiah, Yahuwah says that He doesn't dwell in buildings made by hands. Have we ever considered the miracle of conception? I mean, none of us is directly responsible for how a child is formed. No, we did not have a hand in it, which is why it is funny that we think we have the right to wear what we want or change anything on our bodies or our children's bodies. When we give alms or offer up prayers or study the Bible and fast, we must do these things as whole stones or our offerings will be rejected. 1 Corinthians 3 verses 16 to 17 says, Know ye not that ye are the temple of Elohim and that the spirit of Elohim dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of Elohim, Him shall Elohim destroy. For the temple of Elohim is holy. Which temple ye are? Yahusha explained. In Matthew 9 verses 17. That you can't pour new wine in old bottles. Lest it burst. And the wine split. Or spilt sorry. It is the same with us when we ask him to come into our hearts while our heart is still inclined in the old ways in all the vanity how can we worship him with the same pollutants on and inside our body For both sinners and saved people alike, the fleshy nature has pushed us to be unsatisfied with our appearance. So we've allowed man to use their tools on us to change how we look. Isaiah 5 verses 1 to 5 also illustrates Yahuwah's anguish over our corrupted state. When we allow someone to use a tool and pierce our ears and other body parts, we are telling Elohim that he should have put a hole there. When we allow a man to use a tool and inject ink into our skin and create an image, we're telling Yahusha that he should have put that there. When we allow a person to use chemicals, hot irons and scissors, mostly referring to women thank you, to change the complete texture, not just a little bit, the complete texture, color, and length of the hair on our body. Because I'm not just talking about cutting off split ends. We are asking Elohim, why didn't he make it this way? And you know, the funny part about this is that, especially women, Men do it too. But especially women. We are constantly dissatisfied. It's not like we make one change. And and we stay with that for life. We constantly do this thing. We we, we are so dissatisfied. This moment we have this. Oh I'm bored of this. So I'm going to do this again. And the more we do it. The more we damage. This gift that we have been given. This vessel that is supposed to be. Housing our. Ruach Hakodesh. But instead, we are feeding into our fleshy desires. Constantly, over and over again. (laughs) We go to the various surgeons and add parts and take away parts of ourselves. If only we could do that with our lifespan. I mean, because we're really good at shortening our lifespan, but we still haven't found a way to lengthen it with all these vain tools. I mean, isn't it enough to look like Elohim? If we really do believe that He is Elohim and we know that He made us in His image, we already look like a supreme being. I mean, it's okay for people that are outside of the faith, to be doing this type of thing because they have not known the truth or have known it or haven't accepted it but the people that know the truth that have accepted the truth that is walking in the light of yahusha our Savior. i mean if we believe in him shouldn't we be satisfied by how he made us Isaiah 43, verses 7 says, Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him. Yea, I have made him. So we are not here for our own purpose to live our lives as we like, but to bring forth his glory. So let's always keep that in mind. Why is it that for a lot of us that claim to be changed still look the same as the world? Why are we still adding things that we should be removing? Surely you weren't born with these things. If it is physical change that you crave, all you need is patience. I mean, over time, our bodies will organically change without us doing anything. And if you believe he has accepted you for who you are, why are we still coloring the hair? Why are we using hot irons and chemicals to make it straight or curly? Why are we still wearing all the jewelry we wore before? Why are we using nail polish or fake nails? Why are we still sporting the tattoos as some type of honor badge and... Some even adding new ones. What, What is the makeup for? What are you making up for? I mean Elohim makes no mistakes. He says, every hair on your body is numbered. So every mole, dimple, gray hair, chubby cheek, and unarched eyebrow. He shaped it and put it there intently. Why are we so bored and dissatisfied with ourselves? Is Yahusha's love not enough for you? Elohim created us out of love. Asking us to remain as that pure, untempered stone for his glory. Is that too much to ask? I mean, in Hebrews, he says that we are as lively stones. Building up a spiritual house. Please think about what our purpose really is and who we really are to Him and what we're supposed to be really paying attention to and spending our money on. Think on these things. Thank you and until next time. To check out more of my stuff or to contact me, you can reach me at Facebook at little space kaleidoscope space girl or on Instagram at little underscore kaleidoscope underscore girl or on Wattpad at kaleidoscope the pen or on my blog on WordPress at little kaleidoscope girl with no spaces. Thank you for tuning in.